Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for liberty. But where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. Shake yourself, live. Shake yourself. You never have to be bound by atmospheres or environments. You have an atmosphere shifter right in your mouth. That when you begin to use the power of your tongue and bless the Lord, he'll clear your space. Somebody say, my space. I know it's an old... (laughs) My space. I need my space cleared. Yeah. I don't care if there's still confusion around me. That's like the Hebrew boys in the fire. I don't mind what I'm in. I need what's in me to be at peace. Doesn't matter what I'm in. I need to be in peace. So you got to clear your space. You got an atmosphere shifter right in your mouth. Lord, clear my space. Lord, clear my space. Lord, give me peace in my space. Lord, give me contentment in my space. My job doesn't have to have joy for me to have joy in my space. I'm about to preach my space today and I ain't even planning on it. I, I don't need the place to have peace for me to have peace in my space. So you control your space. Your supervisor may control your workspace. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Your parents may control your home space, but you control your space. Guard your space. Guard it. Like the European security guards. We ain't playing no games. We got to guard this place. Guard this space. Touch your own head and say, I guard this space. Come on, just pray for your own mind. You know what you need. I ain't going to put you on blast. You keep it from perversion. Keep it from, keep it, keep it, keep it from confusion. Keep it from believing lies that I am beneath what God has created me to be. Keep my mind from deception. Oh, my Lord. Nothing worse than thinking I'm on when I'm off. Keep this space from deception. Let me see clearly. Even if I still choose to do wrong, let me see clearly what it really is and what it's not. Keep my space. I guard it in the name of Jesus. Come on, say, I guard this space and I cover it with the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. When you say thank you, that means you believe it's done. Come on, say thank you. Before it feels done, you believe it's done. Before it seems done, you believe. Come on, where's Thanksgiving at? Come on. Let me hear the sound of Thanksgiving in the room. Yeah.
Nothing anybody says or does has anything to do with your space. Anytime anybody can say something to throw off your space, they are space invaders. I'm older, so y'all don't know about that game a little bit. I'm, I'm a little older than some people. It's a game they used to call Space Invaders. Anytime they can invade your space without your access or permission, that is illegal activity, and you are allowed to remove that from your space. You're just like your daddy. You'll never be nothing. Hold on. You just like your, you just like your, you'll never, hold on. Those cursed words. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Those are cursed words that we hold in our subconscious. And the reason why you know it's in your subconscious, because every time you make a mistake, you go back to, she said I'll never. You, you understand what I'm saying? They said I'll never. Anytime you recall something negative about yourself that somebody else has said, they have imprinted defeat. Ooh, but we uprooting it today in the name of Jesus. Stuff, stuff that trusted loved ones has said out of anger. But you trusted them and they're loved ones. So, you know, you, a trusted loved one can say something out of anger, confusion, or fear that'll imprint on you to the point where when they don't mean it anymore, it's still a reality to you. Woo, we uproot every cursed word. I feel, I need y'all to stay in the spirit today. It's going to be kind of, we uproot every cursed word that has been planted in our subconscious that we fall back on in our times of weakness. Be uprooted now in the name of Jesus. What she said, what he said, what they said. I don't, somebody just say, I don't believe it no more. Come on, say it again. I don't believe it no more. You ain't as smart as them. You ain't, they told my wife, you ain't smart. You ain't a, I don't believe it no more. Because she was quiet. They said she was slow. That devil is a liar. You understand what I'm saying? Uproot every cursed word. I uproot it. I uproot it. Go within yourself for a minute. Close your eyes. Just go within yourself for a minute. And just say, in the name of Jesus, I cancel every cursed word spoken over my entire life. I uproot it out of my spirit, out of my subconscious, and I confess that I am the righteousness of God. I am God's beloved. I am a child of the Most High God. And that's what I believe. Jacob wrestling the angel. What is your name? My name is Trickster. Liar. He called himself what he did. He called himself the identity his mother put on him. His mother made him swindle the birthright. So he called himself his mistake. He called himself what he did. He called himself what he believed he was based on his actions. And the angel that was wrestling him said, you know what? I'm going to bless you today. And he didn't give him a check. He just told him who he really was. 
And sometimes the greatest blessing is true identity. You understand what I'm saying? Because if I know who I am, I know how to function. I know how to behave when I know who I am. Most of us don't know how to behave because we don't know our identity. We don't really know who we are, so we become whatever we're exposed to. Whatever we see, we just become that for affiliation, for safety purposes, for, you know what I mean, for, for acceptance. Thank you. But today, we are uprooting false identities. Watch this. The Bible says, the thief cometh not, but to steal, kill, and destroy. I like that he didn't say the devil, Augusta. <laughs> the, the thief. The thief. The devil is only messing with you because you are something of value. Oh, I'm about to, and some of y'all are like, yeah, because you don't even believe that about yourself. You are something of value. He calls him a thief. And one thing he has attempted to steal is our identity. But today, in the name of Jesus, by the power of our living God, y'all, we uproot the spirit of identity theft. In the name of Jesus, I am not who they say I am. I am not who they thought I was. I am not who I thought I was. I am only who God says I am. It is he that have made us and not our parents. Uh-oh, it's going to get thick. It is he that has made us and not our friends. It is he that has made us and not our cousins or affiliates. Not even ourselves. I can't even identify myself because I did not create myself. I must be identified by the one who created me in the first place. Hallelujah. He calls me his beloved. Uh, one time, I, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen. Not abandoned. Not forsaken. I am who you say I am. And God, you are for me. Not against me. I redefine myself today. I am who you say I am. I am chosen. Not forsaken. Redefine yourself right now. I you are for me, not Redefine yourself, say. I am who you say I am. My question now is, who does God say you are? Who does he say you are? Who does he say you are? And this is where a relationship with God comes in because he'll say your different things at different times. He'll say, here, speak up. Be a little more assertive. You are assertive in this moment. He'll say in another moment, tuck your tail. You are humble in this moment. You are quiet. So it's not a blanket identity. It is a walk with 
the one who knows my identity. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It is a walk, and we as humans want just to know who we are so we can just establish our own way because we want patterns. We want just, it's easier to see life in patterns. And, but God wants to walk with us, wants to be fluid with us, he wants to be alive with us. He wants to say, hey, go kill your son. Okay, stop. He wants to be able to have that relationship with us. Abraham, kill your son. Okay, don't do it now. You, you understand what I'm saying? He wants that fluid communication with us. Which is why I ask you this morning to please ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you during my time with you in this lesson. Ask the Holy Spirit as I'm teaching, what does this mean to and for me? Because I don't want to just say, love your enemies, and you go out and grab your enemy's hand and, you, you know, and you just interpret what I say a religious way. Today, the letter will kill you if you do not mix it with faith or the spirit. Okay? The Bible says the letter killeth, but the spirit makes alive. In other words, if you read just certain scriptures as is, you'll kill yourself trying to obey it. <laughs> so you need to read the word and then, and then read the room. <laughs> you need to read the word and then read what he's saying about what you're hearing. So today, do not take everything at face value. I'm telling y'all right now. Ask the Holy Spirit, how is this interpreted in my life? You got to walk with them because I can't address everybody's individual, you know what I'm saying? Love your enemies. But, but wait, you don't love your, I'm not, not, I can't do that. That's why you have a counselor. Matter of fact, he's a wonderful counselor. <laughs> Ain't that funny? We say wonderful counselor, but they said his name shall be called Wonderful. It's actually wonderful by itself. I like that. But anyway, you have a wonderful counselor, and he is the Holy Spirit. So ask him to guide you as we go into this sermon. The whole month we're focusing on the theme, heavy love. Heavy love. You keep playing, Joe. Yeah. Heavy love. Heavy love. Uh, okay, let's just get into the word. Let's get into it. Today's installment of heavy love. I'm going to try to complete the uh, topic. Who do you love? Ask your neighbor, who do you love? It's an old song. Who do you love? Ah, you for sure. <laughs> Don't act like y'all ain't going to hear that, hear that song tomorrow night. <laughs> Pastor Crazy, it's on my playlist right now. <laughs> Ask your neighbor, who do you love? And look back at him and say, I hope it's me. I hope I'm one of them. Somebody else, really quick, look at him and say, who do you love? Don't, don't look back then. I think it's, I think it's quite unique or amazing, actually, that this culture has, like, successfully, like, uh, taken Christ literally out of everything, right? This culture has found a way to, made ev to make everything about us, right? Uh, Christmas is not even really about the birth of Jesus. I mean, we sprinkle it in there, 
we sprinkle it. We kind of let them know, yeah, Jesus is kind of born around here. But here's your gift. I love you, baby. Here's your gift. I love your son. Here's your gift. I love your daughter. But the, em the emphasis, <laughs> the emphasis is on us to each other. And then there's a pride in that. I got them this. You see, my son, he has his new. We find a way to celebrate us even when it's supposed to be about honoring and worshiping God. Easter, we, we, he, I think he rose or something like that on Easter, but what you wearing? <laughs> what you wearing for Easter? Y'all in there? We cloud his glory with ours. And now here we are again. This is Valentine's Day. It's a whole story about St. Valentine and him sending letters and all that. I ain't going to get into all that. But here it is. Some say, we ain't going to say Valentine's Day. We're going to say Love Day. And Love Day is the day you express your love. And that word is just a four-letter word that is so much in it. I'm saying your love for someone, primarily a significant other. So it's about that. So how can we have Love Day and ignore the fact that God is. Valentine's Day ain't got God in it nowhere, but he is love. You, you understand what I'm saying? So in essence, we cannot fully or accurately love anything or anybody else without first understanding who God is and his love for us. I'm skipping already, but the Bible says we love because he first loved us. Yes. Him, in that scripture, we love him because he first loved us. Him is in italics, which means it was not in the original script. Right? It was added a little, a little bit later for interpretation. So the original script, the original manuscript reads, we love because he first loved us. So you cannot accurately love someone else. Without considering the fact that you're already, oh, so the love you're giving someone else without regarding you being loved is actually something else. Infatuation. Yeah, we're going to talk about a few things. Are y'all, are y'all, are y'all? Okay. His love for us is the foundation of life. When you accept and believe that he loves you, you begin life. Because his love is only accepted by us accepting Christ. Christ is God's love. Are we on the same page? Joe, keep playing. I thought I was done, but they like your music better than my talking. Keep playing. <laughs> For God so loved the world. Like I love him so much. I got to. That he gave his only begotten son. What does that mean? Is it that he loved us so much because we were so cute? That he has to do something for us? 
It means that he so loved us that even though we commit infraction after infraction, offense after offense, sin after sin, and God hates sin. To the point where when Jesus became sin on the cross, he left his own son. So how can someone who loves us stay in a relationship with us and we keep being what he hates? Because when you do, you be. When you commit an act, you become the spirit that suggested it. Am I too far already? Okay. If you kill somebody, you become used by the spirit of murder. You never just do, you always become. You understand what I'm saying? Even in the moment, if you steal, you became a thief. You didn't just steal. So God doesn't like what we become because he's so not that. But how he, his love still finds a way. Look at somebody say to stay connected. His love finds a way to say, oh, I hate that, but how can I stay with him? Oh, I hate what she's doing, but how can I? I love her more than I hate what she's become. I love him more than I hate what he's doing. The Bible says he's slow to anger because he loves mercy. So even though I'm so mad, I'm more in love with you than I'm mad at you. That's what love is. That's why it says God so loved the world. Because we have done things to disqualify us from his love every day. But his answer is so. He so loved us. We lied. So we cheated. So we manipulated. So we were evil. So we backslid. So we fornicated. So we... His response is, so how can I still love him? How can I still be connected with him? Wait a minute, though. I'm holy, and now they're dirty and unholy. And I ain't about to chill when I can't. I can't, I can't be with unclean, then that means I'm unclean and I will not be unclean. So how can I still? The only thing that can cleanse this type of sin is blood. So the first time we see Adam deliberately disobeying God, disobedience always stems from selfishness. You will be as the most high God. Ooh, I can, ooh. When you start thinking of you, more than the crew, more than the bigger picture, when you indiv individualize and marginalize yourself, you're on the road to evil and wicked. So when Adam deliberately disobeyed God because he was so consumed in what he wanted. God killed something immediately. Killed the lamb because blood covers sins. That's, 
God's way. I don't understand it, y'all. I don't understand. If you made me mad and put some blood on my kitchen table, I'm going to be mad that you got blood on the table and that you did what you did. I don't need blood to, to make it right with me, but that's God. Because the life is in the blood. So you used my son's life to commit sin. I need something. I need another life to compensate for the time he wasted doing the devil's work. I need another life to compensate for the time she wasted being evil and wicked. I, need, I know that lamb is pure, but I need that blood to kind of cover the time span. <laughs> but after a while, our sins was outnumbering animals. I believe there are more animals on the earth than humans, but humans have more sins than we have animals. Ooh, this is good. So he like, oh my gosh, the blood of bullocks and sheep, it ain't working no more. What can I do to satisfy my anger? What can I do? This is killing me, man. They Don't do that, Adam. Don't, don't. Ugh. All right, Noah. Noah, oh, you're going to get drunk. Uh -uh. All right, Abraham, Abraham, you're going to lie? Okay, e Elijah, you, oh. Okay, David, you're going, oh, oh. y'all, all right, man, y'all killing me, man. Solomon, you the wisest man in the world. Why are you building altars to other gods for these women? All right, y'all killing me, man. Moses, come on, just speak to the rock. Boom. Yo, y'all killing me, man. I'm trying to stay with y'all. I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to let you know I love you. You know what I'm saying? But y'all killing me. Y'all killing me. Y'all are literally killing me. So the only way to make this right is if I let you kill me. Oh, God. And he chose to allow the nails to go in his hands this time. His feet this time. His side this time. I'm going to feel it for you. I'm going to take it for you once and for all. I'm not doing this every time you sin. But I'll do it once because I love you and I want to stay connected. I want you to still hear my voice even though you're, you've done wrong. I want you to still be blessed even if you're not living according to my will. He reigns on the just as well as the unjust because of his love for us. People who do not accept the love of God cannot love. You don't receive Christ, meaning I'm jacked up and I need Jesus to help me up. If you don't believe you jacked up without Christ and you got it kind of together, you have not received God's love. Yes, I have. He wakes me up in the morning and I say thank you. Well, how did you wake up after what you did last week is what I'm trying to say. Because he who is guilty of one sin against the law, you're guilty of them all. So if you ever lie, that's the same as murder to God. Not to me. That ain't the same. Even if you go to court, they'll give you less punishment. That's on earth. I'm talking about the true judge. I'm talking about the real judge. Don't lie on me. That's the same as murdering me.
Don't be jealous and envious of me. That's the same as murder. In God's eyes. So if it's like that in God's eyes, that's, the, that's reality. It's really like that. So if we understand I'm not good, I'm not right, I'm not good, I'm not right, I'm going to keep saying this every week because I like how it feels when I say that. Everybody say, I'm not good, I'm not right, only God is good, and he makes me good. Only God is right, and he makes me right. Only God is good, come on, and he makes me do good. Only God is right. And he makes me do right. <laughs> How? I'm not good. I'm not right. And I don't know everything. Not good, not right, don't know. Not good, not right, don't know. Not good, not right, don't know. One more side. I'm not good, I'm not right, and I don't know everything. If you live your life low like that, you can be taught things. I come. All right, let me relax. Some people can't receive wisdom because they think they're already right. So you're just as dumb and as foolish as the. If I can't correct you, you can't learn. If you can't learn, you don't have understanding. If you don't have understanding, you don't have knowledge. If you don't have knowledge, you can't get wisdom. If you don't have wisdom, you can't make good decisions. You can't make good decisions, your life gonna be jacked up. If your life gonna be jacked up, you're gonna be mad at God. And you're gonna be mad at God, but He gave you the remedy before that whole list started. The Bible exists because of God's love. <laughs> you know how you, 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 when you. You got a newborn baby. Johnny is here. Johnny is two and a half. He's about three. So Johnny's is Johnny, no, stop, stop. All right, relax. Don't fall. All right. No, John, no, no, no. John, so wait, wait, John, don't fall. Don't, Johnny. All Johnny sees his father saying is no, stop, wait. And the father is saying, no, stop, wait, because the child has freedom. I'm not taking your freedom. Because you have it, I got to give you restraints before you kill yourself. <laughs> restraints should always come after freedom is established. I feel the Holy Ghost. Woo! Uh, never mind. I'm going too far. <laughs> I'm going too far. He told Adam, of all the trees of the garden, you can freely eat. Freedom first. But that tree right there, restraint. Y'all, see, never mind. We give our kids restraint first without freedom. So every time we hear the father saying, no, 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 you can just think he's against me. Because me doing this is my choice. So the father must not like me. He must not like how... You made me like this. I got all this energy because of you, Dad. I got all this energy because of you, Mom. And now you, you, you don't like how. No, I'm not. I'm not shutting down your freedom or 
coming against your identity, my restraints are protection. You can see it in that context, but you can't see it when he's saying, stop talking to them. Or don't be unequally yoked. Or See, see we, don't, we don't see the protection like that. But he only wrote it because he loves you. He only wrote it because he loves you. He's not that parent that just wants you to be happy all the time and do everything you want. He wants you to be the best version of yourself that he created you to be. How are you going to be the best version of what I created doing it your way? So Bible, I'm not saying the Bible is all restraints. The Bible is more about what you can do, actually, than what you cannot do. We have extracted a lot out of the Bible of what we cannot do. Only because of our flesh. Thank you, Joe. Maybe I can talk now. Let me see. Our flesh is against most of the scriptures, if not all. I'm not good. I'm not good. Give and it shall be given to you. Okay, I'm good. All right. In the spirit, we make our flesh cheerful, but your flesh don't want to give nothing. Time, energy, money, advice. Unless it serves your flesh to do that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving $100,000 today. God bless you, Pastor. You just love how that looks. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're giving somebody advice, you just, you got to one-up on them. Well, I think you should, you know what I'm saying? You're not caring. You don't love them. You just, oh, I love how you look giving advice. Lovers of self. So the Bible is written because God loves us. And the Bible is a marriage manual. Ain't no scriptures in there about, I mean, honor your wife, love your husband, submit. I got it. But it's only like three scriptures for like marriages. The whole Bible is for marriages. If you've been to live any amount of time, y'all already know this, but I'm just going to say it again for the newer ears. The whole Bible is for marriages because marriages are individual Christians, right? <laughs> so the scriptures that meant something to you when you were single still apply when you're married or a friendship. Any, any type of relationship with another human, that's what activates scriptures. Other people activate scriptures. So when the Bible says, oh man, I don't know if y'all want to hear this. In all thy getting, get understanding. That ain't outside of marriage. Joe, where you at? Don't go far. I think they like, you're playing better than my talking. In all thy getting, get understanding. That's just not research your career. <laughs> Let me understand what I'm getting into before I open this McDonald's real quick. No. You got a friend you don't understand? Stop and understand them. You got a spouse you don't understand? As a believer, I got a responsibility to God. Okay, let me calm down. As a believer, I have a responsibility to God to do what he said. So get understanding. Uh, in all thy getting, that's the word of God. It didn't say all marriages. You don't have to say that. If you're a believer and you're a believer, 
Y'all both got to do this, whether you're together or not. Somebody say, this whole Bible is for me. Joe, I might need you to play. Okay, I'm all right? Okay. All right, because, okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Heavy love, that's what it is. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. You ain't got to be troubled. Just trust me. That ain't for singles. That ain't for when you go through a storm. That's, pe- that's when you marry. And that spouse is troubling your heart. You be like, ooh. I'm, I'm going to the bathroom, baby. Go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. Go in there and untrouble your heart. Fellas, I'm going to take a ride real quick, babe. I'll be right back. You need something? All right. Get on that road and untrouble. Where y'all at today? Where you at? Where you at? It ain't got to be spouses, friends, coworkers, any type of connection with any type of body. They cut you off on the road. Let not. Good God Almighty, please let not. And all thy getting, get understanding. Why you, why you cut me off? I'm trying to get understanding. Don't do that. Get me again, get me again real quick, get me. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Come on, somebody say thank you, Jesus, man. Thank you, Jesus. I'm having a good time, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. But I'm trying to keep the spirit. You know what I'm saying? I know it's heavy love, so I'm trying to keep it light. But I want the spirit to stay here. One more time, somebody say thank you, Jesus. The scriptures apply to me because I'm a believer, not because I'm a boss. Where the scriptures at for the CEOs, though? Where the scriptures at for the mechanics? It's in there. It don't matter who you are. If you're a believer, you have a responsibility to respond his. Somebody say, my life, his way. Your life could be a janitor. Your life could be a CEO. Your life could be a book writer. Your life could be a marriage. Your life could be, I don't even know, a teacher, a doctor. That's your life, but our responsibility is to live it. Somebody scream, his way. Say it so your flesh can really get disturbed. Say, his way. I ain't living your way, flesh. Scream, my life. His way. Yeah, make sure your flesh know what you want. If you know your brother has an art against you, Put your gift on the altar and reconcile. That ain't for church musicians. It's for believers. It's for your spouse too. If your spouse got a problem with you, don't just keep functioning in your gift like, Lord, I'll praise you anyway. I'll praise you anyway. Now, you can't make nobody have peace with you. Let me be, that's why I said use the spirit, because I might be talking one-sided, but use that spirit. You know your situation. I'll be trying to reconcile. He just keep beating me upside the head. Well, I'm not talking to you in this way, per se. So let the spirit help you not be abused trying to obey. Don't be abused trying to obey. Religion abused us in the name of obedience. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. If your brother has a problem with you, leave your gift. Your career is not priority now. Your gift is not priority when you know your brother got an issue with you. 
and try to reconcile. We know what reconcile means, right? I live, right? It means to come to terms, come to an agreement. It does not mean restore. Let me say that again. Reconcile does not mean restore. That don't mean we back at it. We back Thanksgiving, your house, next year, my house. No. Reconcile means I, we understand that we ain't cool for each other right now. You're going to go that way? I'm going to go that way. As long as there's peace. Heavy love. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. The scriptures are activated in the context of other people. And he wrote it because he loved us. I need everybody to go to 1 John in your devices. Oh, we're going to talk about a few things. I got 14 minutes left. I need to get into some things. We're going to start this series off real good. I got so much I want to share. Could it be that you think you love somebody, but you might not? Never mind. I'll talk about that like the third week in February. I'll wait. This is like too soon. Let me stay on God's love for us. Go to 1 John. I'm in the NIV version, okay? NIV. If you want to read with me, you can go there, but you can read any version you like. The word is the word. 1 John chapter 4. I'm in NIV. Let's start at verse 9. Are y'all with me? Say, I'm there. If you're not there yet, say, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Like you're turning the scriptures. (laughs) Remember you used to hear that in church? Okay, y'all didn't go to church. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. My church always had screens. First John 4. Somebody say hallelujah. We're going to keep this Holy Spirit right among us. Dwell among us, Holy Spirit. Dwell among us, Holy Spirit. Speak to us through your love, even if it's correction. In Jesus' name, amen. First John 4, chapter, chapter 4, verse 9, it says this. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. We are considered dead to God. Do you got some friends in your life that offended you so bad? Okay. (laughs) Sometimes the offense is so severe, you probably literally say, they're dead to me. You got some family members, never mind, I'm sorry, that are dead to you. I don't see them. I don't follow you. They blocked. The offense was too much. Dead. That's how we were to God. Okay, are y'all with me? We offended him so severely, he said, man, miss me with them then. We were dead to him. No communication, no access, no blessing. He blocked us. So, Jesus came and said, hey, hey, Father, you ain't got to be that. What the, uh, let, me, let me talk to them and you talk. Jesus came to be the mediator, the intercessor, the in-between, the high priest. Jesus came to stand in the gap between God and man because he was both. This is the gospel. Somebody say hallelujah. So now through Christ... We are, we have life. Now we're alive to God again. Now we, oh, there go Quincy. Oh, there go Ty. He done got saved. He's in Christ now. Now, he, yeah, he can, he can call me now. He can text me now. 
I unblock them. We unblocked because of Christ. There you go. That's a good praise space right there. Somebody say, thank God for Jesus. So he said, so we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God. Do y'all see what I see? I'm high. Let me stop yelling. But I'm so excited. This is love. You want to know what love is? Not that we love God, but that he loved us. Whoa. So our love can only be a response. Our love can only be a response. We don't have human love. There are different types of love. It's called love, but true love we cannot exhibit or distribute. We must do it in and through Christ. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So now, here is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. That's love. So my love is a response to being loved. So now when you go to love somebody, you got to think, this is my response. Not, oh, I like her only. No, never mind, I'm jumping the gun. Okay, 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 okay. Because we only love people who are like us. And that's not a response to, to being loved by God. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also are to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. We never see God, y'all. None of us have seen God. But when you see love, you see God. Uh-oh. None of us has ever seen God, but when we love one another, we make that love complete. Woo! Do y'all understand that? So I see God when I see you loving and serving and giving uh -oh, and helping. That's how I see God. Are you understanding? Let somebody see God through your life. And I don't mean, ha! I don't mean that. That's church. Let them see God. Okay, let me keep going. Let me keep going. This is going to be so good all month. We might go into March. Okay. But if we love one another, God lives in complete. All right, here. This is how we know that we live in him and he is in us. That's how we know. I'm going to keep going. He has given us his spirit. I'm still going, y'all. I'm going to verse. All right, I don't know. And we have seen and testified that the father has sent his son to be the savior of the world. Do you see love and salvation? Y'all see this? Love saved from sin. Love saved from sin. That's the conscious you have to enter love through. That's the conscious level you have to understand love on. S salvation from sin, love for us. When you see love, you should see salvation from sin. I got it. Because y'all got all this red on like me and y'all ready to just have your hearts. In, and that's how we see love. In Western. When you see love, you should see salvation from sin. When you hear love, you should think, ooh, love covers the multitude of sins. And I'm not saying have a sin conscious, but understand love is not, oh, yeah, I do like the way he, and I do. No, 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 no. Love saved from sin and death is serious. It's heavy. It's heavy, yo. Love. <laughs> this is how we love. All right, where was that? What verse was I on? All right, this is how we know that we love him. And we have seen and testified the Father's love and the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them. And they in God. See that? Ooh, that's a good one. I ain't going to stop at every verse. And so we, we know and rely on God's love that he has for us. God 
is love. That's twice. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out all fear. I ain't going to read y'all to death, but read that whole thing. Read that whole thing. Read that whole thing. He says, if you live in love, you live in God. How do you live in love? How do I live in love? How do I live in love? I got to live in the decision to love. Hold on. Let me, I'm going too fast. I'm going too fast. Uh, skip up to verse 7 real quick for me, y'all. Really quick, and I'm going to keep going. Dear friends, let us love one another. Somebody say love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born again. You've been born of God, and you know God. I know you love God. He said, whoever does not love does not know God. For God is love. Ooh, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go, Lord? Where do you want me to go, Lord? Whoever don't love, you don't know God. 1 Corinthians, I'm going to go there later, but maybe I don't have to because I'm going to go here now. Skipping all over the place, man, because I'm so full of this. Because we don't know love. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, you can speak in tongues and not have love, that's cool. But if you don't have love, they said, you don't know God. So there are people speaking in tongues who don't know God. Can y'all help me? You speak in tongues to him, but cuss me out to me. I mean, I'm trying to understand. I'm just trying to understand the balance of word distribution here. Can I get any of them tongues you do at church at all? Can I get some of that? Just as mean and bitter, entitled and ugly. <laughs> but you know God? No, you don't. You don't know God because you got a revelation of him. I can roll back this curtain and what's behind it can be revealed. You can have a revelation of God and not know him. <laughs> I know you know him when you love others. Not when you worship and you crying in worship. We got quiet on that. She must love God because you can tell by the way she sings she loved God. Uh-uh. You can't tell by the way she sings that she loved God. You can tell how he prayed that he got a relationship with God. No, you can't tell by No. He could be on point in his prophecy and not know God. <laughs> you feel me? On point. You are 19 years old. You're 20 and you're, whoa. You live at 60. Whoa, oh my God. That don't mean he know God because he on point in spiritualism. Oh, whoa. <laughs> ah, spiritualists cannot love. Sorcerers cannot love. Witches and warlocks cannot love. They can control, but they cannot love. Oh, God. <laughs> ah! So I don't care what religious, spiritual uh, acrobats you perform. 
That don't mean you even know God. Many will say in that day, I cast out devils in your name. I preached in your name. People got healed when I prayed in your name. He going to be like, yo, that was, that was dope. I, I remember that. I remember that. I did that. I used you real quick. But depart from me because I never. You laid hands on billions of people you never loved. That's why I said, touch not my anointed. Do my, right? do, don't do them no harm. Don't touch them if you don't love them. Tell your neighbor, don't touch me if you don't love me, period. Don't touch my hand. Don't touch my leg. Don't touch my head. I don't want you doing my hair. I don't want you giving me a haircut. Don't touch my spirit. Don't touch my joy. Don't touch my peace. If you don't love me, you don't have permission to touch me. Woo. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 I praise you, Jesus. I lift your name. I give you the glory. Oh, how about Shadea? Woo! Not only do they not love you, deeper than that, y'all, they don't know God. <laughs> Whoever does not love does not know God. Churches are filled. Uh-oh. With people following leaders who do not, y'all saying love God. I mean love, that's cool. They don't know him. They don't know him. And I try to break myself daily and be humble and know that I'm not right and I'm not good and I don't know. So I can always hear him and learn, man. I don't want to be deceived, and I don't want to deceive y'all. I ain't going to be up in here not loving y'all or not knowing God. I can be home ignorant of God and not loving. That's my commitment to live and everything God has called me to do. And as you pray for me, God will fulfill that in me. Are y'all praying for me? I ain't above deception. I'm not above greed. I'm not above lust. I'm not above any of that stuff. But as y'all pray for me and as I keep myself, man, I'm going to keep giving y'all Jesus only. I have no agenda with y'all. None. Be secure in that. I ain't got no agenda. What you want me to do, Lord? Because this, this is about to take a turn. Let me explain this and then we're going to get out of here. Should I do the different types of loves or should I do just continue Corinthians though I speak with the tongues? Uh, yeah, you can. Yeah, I don't know which way it's going to go. All right, let's just talk. You need somebody wise you can talk to in life. Because I'm not good, I'm not right, and I don't know. Let's, let's stay on Corinthians. Y'all go with me real quick and we're going to end it. I did this before, but let's just, let's just do this. I'm going to stay surface for a minute, then we're going to go a little deeper next week. Not surface, but y'all know what I'm saying. 1 Corinthians 13. Alice uh, spoke about this at her birth. 
first of all, we love the Sanders family, man. I love you guys so much. It's an honor to share your birthday with you and your marriage renewals, new nuptials. You are a blessing to this church. You are a blessing to my family personally. We honor and love you all for your work and ministry here at Live Church. Ladarius and Alice, you are so loved by us. And we appreciate you guys. We love you all. Y'all been here since, since you got here. <laughs> but before we started the church, we saw y'all. And y'all still here. And we love you and we value and we appreciate you all. Thank you. Thank you. That's my people right there, y'all. Give it up for the Sanders family. Give it up like it's you, like I just said, the Johnsons or something. The Gilnion Yards. <laughs> Let me get y'all out of here. Y'all ready? 1 Corinthians 13. I'm still in NIV. Verse 1. All right, let's go verse 1 through 8 really quick, okay? Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and I don't love, I'm only a sounding chang or a clanging cymbal. All right? If you're speaking in tongues, that's how it sounds to God. Gang, gang, gang. Just a cymbal, just gang, 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 like the gong show. You speaking in tongues and the whole church is up in an uproar and God is like, when are they going to stop? Because you got all that and no love. You like the fact that people are impressed with your tongues. You like the fact that you appear powerful and superior because you're speaking in tongues, especially in the microphone. Wakanda. Somebody said, Wakanda forever one time in the tongue. I said, I know you ain't. I see, I see, I knew. You're going to say Wakanda. You're going to put forever in there. I'll give, I give you Wakanda. You're going to say forever. I'm back. <laughs> forever. That ain't a tongue. That's English. <laughs> Stop playing. Y'all got to get y'all out of here. We got visitors. <laughs> forever. Listen, I'm only a sound of, listen, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, whoa, if someone unlocks a mystery, they up. But you have to understand that there are spiritual wickedness in high places, in realms beyond general understanding. So just because someone gives revelation beyond general understanding does not mean that they even know God or love you. Oh, man. Let me keep going. That's a big one. I'll come back to that later. All right. Where we at? And if I have faith that can move mountains, what? And I don't have love, I am nothing. Yo, if you move a mountain, you something to me. These are God's words, not humans. Obviously not humans. Words. Because we think all these people have love and have God. If you move a mountain, I'm rather impressed. <laughs> you feel me, homie? But God ain't moved. He's the mountain maker. <laughs> so I'm not impressed. You are nothing to me. This is God's perspective, y'all. You got to understand this. Uh, I, 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 if I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but I don't have love, I gain Nothing. Let's keep going. Because we say we love people, right? Who do you love? Who do you love? Because the next part says love. Uh -uh. I just preached this a couple of months ago. I'm right back on it. I saw the video myself before I came here. 
I said, all right, Lord, you're going to give me, I'm, I'm, I'm my research today because you speak through me anyway. So I learn from you. I take my yoke upon me and I learn of you. Love is patient. How you love somebody, you ain't got no patience for them. I know y'all heard it a couple months ago, but ain't it fresh right now? Like, oh, man, because we only heard it once. You got to hear it this. Who do you love? You know you love the person you got patience for. Please let the spirit speak to you because don't be abused calling it patience. You feel me? Let the spirit speak right now. You know when you ain't got patience and you know when you're enabling. Ah, love, oh. <laughs> oh, Ting. Love is kind. I ask again, who do you love? Most people closest to us, we are the most rude, attitudinal, crude. <laughs> the familiar people get the worst of us. Family gets the worst version of us. That's why kids looking at you like, yo, you phony as ever, yo, like. Kids can see right through that like You was just home. How you just turn on another mom? Like, hey, how you doing, Catherine? You, like, the kids is like, you just cussed out everybody on the way here. Cussed out dad, cussed out older sister, cussed out younger sister. And now you, I, this is, uh, that's not kind. It's a form of godliness. Uh, are, uh, oh, man. It looks like kindness. Because after all, how else will we, will we be deceived? Love is kind. Now, I'm still going to correct you. I'm still going to get with you. You still ain't going to do what you want up in my house. But the way I do it because I love you is look at your neighbor and say, I deserve love. Come on. Be kind to me. I know I made you mad. I know I irked you. I know I did the detestable. And let the spirit lead you. Because if you spoil the rod, you hate the child. So that don't mean don't uh, use certain tactics to correct. But where did kindness go in the, in the, in the, in the Holy Ghost package? Like when I opened the Holy Ghost package... Love, wow, joy, wow, peace, wow, gentleness, huh? Where did that go in the Holy Ghost package? Why do you have the Spirit of God? Why are we saved? Why do you love God? But why? Where did kindness go? Where did gentleness go? Where did meekness go? Man. I'm playing a video next week. I don't want to see these faces. <laughs> love is patient. Who do you love? Love is kind. Your children, your spouse, I'm done after this. I'm, I'm done. Thank you, Joe. Yes. Because I, I ain't going to keep. Again, the word is here. 
because God loves us. And I started off like it could feel like, no, 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 I'm not beating on y'all. I don't know y'all. I don't know if you're kind or not. Y'all telling on yourselves by the silence. But my point is, God is doing this because he loves you. And the best case scenario for your spirit is to be kind. Because the more you are raging, the more you pumping that into your blood. We're going to talk about that as we go because the life is in the blood. We're going to talk about that and all DNA and all that stuff. We're going to get into all of that. But you're pumping poison literally into your own body. That's why they're like, yo, 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 forgive. Them stress levels, you can cause tumors and cancers and all that. Forgive for you. Forgive for you. Forgive for you. You are literally pumping poison from your thoughts. The chemicals go to the heart. The heart goes to the body. So I got to change my thoughts to purify what's going to my heart so that out of the abundance of the heart, life flows. Somebody say, I got to forgive for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more time. Hallelujah. So these scriptures, where's your, I'm saying, where's your kindness? I'm not coming at you. I'm saying that's the best case scenario for you and everybody you dwell with and connect with. Why not? I'm almost done. It does not envy. <laughs> oh, man. Envy and jealousy are often masked in admiration. At first, then it turns. It could be honor at first, like, wow, she's so beautiful. I'm, I can wear that. Did y'all see that turn? That, that envy never starts off envy. Sometimes it starts out as admiration. And uh, what's the word? Infatuation. Like, wow, I love how he ain't, he ain't on. All right, but he all right. When it starts turning, it's less love, more you. Check yourself when admiration begins to turn. When honor begins to diminish. Because the next one is, they, it, it doesn't dishonor, or it doesn't boast, it's not proud. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I got to go, it's too much. Please play, Joe, so I can just be quiet. It doesn't envy. What you mean I don't like her? I love her, I just said I like her outfit. No, you, it changed, though. Envy has set in. Often through familiarity. So someone is admire, you admire them, but the closer you see them, whether in person or like online, if they show you more of them, oh, Cardi ain't all that. Cardi's just a regular. Cardi B is just a regular. And I'm not saying honor her spiritually or nothing like that. I'm just saying that's how we bring people down, through familiarity. Oh, he bleeds just like me. Oh, he whatever just like me. Oh, psh, that don't mean they less honorable. They should be more honorable. <laughs> that they're just as human as the next doing superhuman things like you're doing as well. But when that honor starts diminishing, envy steps in. And it says, I can be as them. You can never be me. 
I feel somebody out there, I don't want to be. Good. Save yourself some headaches. You ain't going to have what I have. Even if we got the same car, you don't have what I have. I'm never going to be you. I can never have what you have. You got different history. You had a different upbringing. You were born a different year, a different state. You, I don't have what you have, and I don't want it. And that's how you got to be. The Lord is my shepherd. I shout. That's what last week was about, week before. Content. When you're content, you rob your soul of envy. When you are content, you save yourself from the pool of envy. But when you have wants and wants and wants, and you're discontent, you can open the door for envy. All right, man, let me stop. It doesn't boast. Love doesn't boast. Like that family. We're the tribbits. What you talking about, girl? You know you're going to be good. We're the tribbits. Man, that don't mean I love you. I'm boasting in something. And then the kids feel that as love. Like, that's right there. I'm a tribute. It might be affirmation, but it's not love. Because love doesn't boast. Who do you love? Are you for sure? We're going to talk about it more this month, man. Come out. Come out wherever you are. Bring people you love. Next week, we're going to talk more in depth about it. This is not to castrate anybody, to demonize anybody, to condemn anybody. I don't know you again. But love is, God is so love, and he is so light, right, that men love darkness rather than light because of how we are. I want you to pray this month. I want you to pray and ask the Spirit to just make you fluid and open to the Word because you could have developed a certain way that you think is true and that is love. But when we dig into it, just these little two definitions, patience and kindness, it's like, Argh. I mean, I got, I, I'll be sprinkling patience in. No, it should be, it should come from love. Not like I'm mad and I sprinkle kindness on anger. <laughs> so another thing, it says love is not easily angered. Why you get mad so fast? I can't wait to go into this. Not to get anybody, but just to reveal culture. It's really just culture. Like, oh my God, sit down, you make me sick. Don't talk to him. Like, he know I love him. Um, he don't. Just because culture has defined love, culture did not create it. So they don't know what it is. We're going to get real love. Somebody say real love. Stand to your feet, please, everybody. My love, can you join me up here? Just come on up. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Thank you for sobering us today. Because too many of us were drunk in love. We were drunk in a version of love 
that may not have been real. So I thank you for sobriety. I thank you for humility. I thank you that the hearts of the people that live church are pliable. And you have given us a heart of flesh for a stony heart. God, when we hear your word, let us harden not our heart. In the name of Jesus, I speak against a stubborn neck spirit, stiff neck, the Bible calls it, and a stony heart. If I thought I loved and it could go deeper, let me go deeper. If I thought I loved but it really wasn't that, let me accept that and love for real. This is not an indictment on me or how I've been living, but it's a revelation of what true love is. So, Father, we thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your love for us. And every day we live to please you. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. All right, let's clap our hands in celebration of Jesus. What song is that? Okay, okay, okay. It's almost 1.30, it's 1.27. We got three minutes. What's up, Cam? You are holy. The song says, we give you glory and we bless your name, our Father. You are holy. You are holy. We give you glory. We give you glory. Let's go up, let's go. Hey, hey. Your name, our Father. You are holy. Come on, sing it. We give you glory. Hey, up. Oh, oh, our Father. You are holy. I got to go up one more time. Yeah. tough it is. He gives you love no matter how tough it is. I'd rather you have truth than live in a lie. You're my child and I love you. Your father loves you today. Ah, whether you know your biological father or not, I'm here to tell you your heavenly father loves you more 
than the one you're going on a date with tomorrow night. <laughs> Even if it's your spouse, he loves you more. How deep is his love? How wide is his love? How high is his love? Which is why he wants to save you. When you get saved in church, it's not you're joining a church. No, you're saved from the stress, turmoil, sins, and the consequences of it. So today, if you want to be saved, if you're not saved, and you want to receive his love by saying, I want to be saved today, it's a transfer of ways. I'm not going to live my life my way anymore. I'm going to live it yours. If that's your decision today and you want to be saved, lift your hands. Let us pray with you right where you are. I'll pray with you right here. I see your hand, big homie, in the back. I see your hand. I see your hand, too. I see your hand, fellas. I love that. Real men, real men receiving love. Real men receiving love. Y'all clap it up, man. I love it. I love it. Real men. Oh, yeah. I'm going to pray for you right now. And even if you didn't raise your hand but you feel that tug in your heart, receive this prayer. Father, you are love. And thank you for your love. It's not just that you have love. You are love. And we thank you for demonstrating your love to us today. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, man, we were a mess. And you loved us and you died for us. Today is the day we make an exchange. My will for yours. My way for yours. My thoughts for yours. My behavior for yours. Today is the day of a divine exchange that we call salvation. Today, for my brothers who raised their hand, I pray that you go inside of their soul and rearrange things, rearrange thoughts, rearrange habits, rearrange mindsets. Let them be transformed by the renewing of their mind. Let them know today that they are so loved by you that the streets can never love them this way. Family can never love this way. A gang, a crew can never love this way. A sorority or fraternity can never love this way. A brotherhood, not even the Masons, can love this way. Let them know that they are so loved. It's unbreakable and unconditional as they receive salvation today. Fellas that had your hand up, repeat after me. Matter of fact, we're going to be one big family. Everybody repeat after me. Jesus, I make you Lord of my life, which means you lead my life. Forgive me for my sins and my wrongs. Today, I receive salvation. I receive the love of God in Christ Jesus. I make an exchange. I give up my will. I receive yours. Come on, say it. I give up my ways and I receive yours in Jesus' name. I believe. Here we go. I'm changed. I'm healed. I'm free. And I am saved because you die for all of my sins. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. One more time, say, I'm saved. My brothers, this ain't, the be this ain't the end, it's the beginning. It ain't the end, it's the beginning. It's the beginning of some trouble because the enemy like, oh, word. And you got to come back like, yes, word. <laughs> it's the beginning of some trouble, but it's the beginning of freedom and liberty and joy like you've never seen it before in your life. It's like working out, though. You can't do two push-ups and one or six back. Keep coming. We're here for you. You got new family now. Family, let them hear you. Let them hear you, family. Let them know they got new family now. Welcome to live, man. We love y'all so much. We appreciate you. All right. Y'all ready to go? Let's go.
And for those who want to rededicate your life, you just did that as well. And for those who want to become members of Live Church, we're going to open that up to you again. Uh, again, uh, next month we'll have a we'll, we'll tell you about that later. Just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, and we love you permanently in Jesus' name. Speaking of love, come here, Tim. So, Tim has he was on the front row of our very first meeting. We had an interest group meeting for Live Church the very first time, and he was there. And my wife said, <laughs> she said, if you touch that man on the front row, y'all going to be besties for the rest of your life. I was like, whatever. I was talking, and I touched him, and he's been here. I can't shake him. I love you, bro. I'll see you next week. He never wanted to sing. People in the audience was like, he sings all over Orlando. You don't want him to sing? I was like, well, I'm not coming here for singers. I'm coming here to teach. But come on up here, Tim. Let me just hear what you got. Everybody say it. You can sing. Everybody, come on. Here you go. He started singing. I was like, oh, word. He sings, sing. Every week I've been calling him up. Sing again, Tim. Come sing again. Tim, we like, literally had to hire him as our praise and worship leader. He never join live to be that he came here to rest be restored be poured into because he came out of religion i pulled on him for the assignment and he's been fulfilling it since day one i honor you man i love you man i appreciate you i don't mean to point at you like that his birthday is tomorrow So give me your cash app, Tim. I want y'all to bless him. Look at him. He's getting it out right now. Dollar sign. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> if in the five years, we'll be five years old this uh, Easter, y'all. We got big plans for that, too. If in all the five years he has ever sung a song that blessed you, here's your opportunity to be a blessing to him back. All right? Dollar sign. Bush Jr. That's long, bro. So no, Timothy Bush Jr. T I M O T H Y B U S H J R. Dot is a dot. Just you. So dollar sign Timothy Bush Jr. Let me tell you something else. He just got married last year, and they're expecting their first child together. His beautiful wife, Liz, is over here. Just wave, Liz. Just let everybody see you. You just look so beautiful today. It's good to see you. You're carrying so well. So anybody that got kids, y'all know how much of a blessing money is. Come on, let this be a baby shower today for him. <laughs> a baby birthday shower. <laughs> a birthday shower. Dollar sign, Timothy Bush Jr. He's not the only birthday this month. DG's birthday, Alice's birthday. But I just wanted to honor him. Because he's about to have a kid, and every dime is a blessing when you got a newborn on the way. I know, I got two of them, and I'm still, never mind. So, <laughs> all right, we love you all permanently, Tim. I love you, bro. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Go Rams. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> and happy love day to everybody. Love somebody for real. Not just what you can get out of them, but what you can give to them. God bless you. Be blessed until next Sunday. Bring somebody you love. We're going higher and we're going deeper in Jesus' name. We love you, Live Church family. Be blessed. Father, we thank you for everyone that is here. We thank you for letting us experience true love 
through you and your son, Jesus Christ. As we go deeper in this, let us love more and know that we are loved more in the name of Jesus. Every house is blessed. Amen. Every house is provided for. Amen. Every house got peace. Amen. Every house got joy. Amen. Every house has patience. Y'all got low on that one. <laughs> in Jesus' name, somebody shout amen. Amen. Live church, the Lord is with us. Therefore, we will not fail. God bless y'all. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.